Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so happy that you are listening in today. And we have a really exciting podcast. But of course, every week we think it's an exciting podcast because it is. We're always grateful for the opportunity that we have to sit around the table and talk and get to know each other and talk about the things of God and different issues. And so today uh, we have a lot coming up. And But let me tell you who's sitting around the table. And I hope that if you're sitting at a table or in the living room or riding in your car, whatever, that uh, you are comfortable. If you need a cup of coffee, go get you one or a soda to drink or whatever, iced tea, whatever you happen to have. And we have a variety around here today. Sitting right next to me is, uh, Chris, do you want to introduce who's sitting next to me? Yes, it's my sister from another mister. Yeah. It is Tiffy. And she hasn't <laughs> been here for weeks. I it's mean, been a while. She, yeah. she needs a new, while. you know. Introduction. I feel yeah. new. You feel new? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. It's been first one thing and another, but we're glad you're here. And sitting across from me is Chris, which is our producer. And we're so thankful for you, Chris. And for all that you do for women around the world. Thank you so much yes. for that. Sitting next to me is the beloved pastor. <laughs> my sound like Boomer. Dearest friend, my my oh favorite old man, <laughs> Pastor Daryl Rhodes. My wife said, I am not to say that anymore. She didn't tell me that. Okay. What's that, that <laughs> <laughs> well, I, am, I am the oldest one in the room. Yeah, you, you are. are. I'm only. Oh, yep. oh, you are that. Decades. Yeah. yeah little bit. <laughs> well, we, we're glad he's here today. and But it's quite an honor that, that we have all the way from the Republic of Georgia, uh, which is just such an honor today to have David. David, we are glad you're with us. And I'm not going to say your last name because I would mess it up, but maybe there's a brave one around the table. Debu Jashvili. Okay. Was that, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that a good try, David? Yes. I can't think about it. If I think about it, it doesn't work. It just has to come out. Right. Do it one more time. I, I'll think about it now. No, he's thinking it about it. That was very good. Zebu Nasi. Don't do it. I can't think about the Z. <laughs> well, we're so glad, David, that I'm you're a- here. I'm honored to be here. Oh, this is your first time in Farmington, Missouri. Yes, yes. Yeah, we are quite excited that you came and and are spending a few days with us. You happen to be in America, in America, on a on a business trip, so to so to speak, ministry trip. Yes. yes. And uh, he was we, in Portland, Oregon. Yes, and uh, we didn't know he was in the states. N- yes, I talked to him right before he left. Oh, okay. I did. Okay. I and didn't. I did. mentioned <laughs> I mentioned the fact that so wish he could come and see us, you know. And anyway, it worked out, and here you are. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, what a pleasure. <laughs> He's on and, his way to New York to minister, and yes. then to Mass- Massachusetts, Massachusetts to yeah. minister. And uh, we just happened to get sandwiched right between New York and uh, Portland, Uh, Oregon. And here he is. (laughs) He's with us. Yes. Rural Uh, Missouri. Yeah. And so the exciting thing for me about all this uh, is David is someone. uh, Now, we've had Kote, your brother here before, into our church and has ministered. But Kote has not been on at the table with Darlene. So, yeah, you're ahead of You're the first. You're the first. Um, He will be jealous. He will be jealous, yes. We're going to try to make him jealous if possible. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, But, uh, David, uh, I've known you, in a sense, for years because we've been going to the Republic of Georgia uh, since early 2000. Uh, And uh, 
you were just a young man along the way, and now you have children that are 19 and 21 and then a 10-year-old. But through the years, you know, we didn't really talk that much. I always knew you were there and... He was at every meeting um, he that we were at. He was at every meeting. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we knew you, but we didn't know know you until a few years ago. And I'm not sure what year that was. Are you? Do you remember what the year was when we really talked? I think it was um, 2012, um, 18. 2018. 2018. Actually, he was driving us from the church back to the hotel. Yes. And he, yeah. And we stopped at McDonald's yep. and we were talking That's about. That's right. Yeah. And we were talking about your son, uh, Toko, uh, which is just a precious young kid that, that, that we just have learned to love dearly. And he and our Max have so much in common. And so we were just talking and. Uh, I happened to ask you, what do you do? You know, what what do you do in Georgia? Yes. And lo and behold, you were a publisher. <laughs> <laughs> that just blew our mind, didn't it? Yes, it did. Because you were looking for somebody to translate your book into the Georgian language. I was, because we had just come out with Miracle of the Breaking. That was the year that we had come out with it. And... Um, you know, that was one of the things that my heart's desire was the first place to get it translated was into the Georgian language because uh, I love those women and the and the men of Georgia so much, you know, and God had just really put a connection there. So that was just really something. And when we were actually riding in the van when you told me that, mm-hmm. and, and there was just something that leaped inside of me. I was like, you got to be kidding me. You ask him uh, who he has yeah. translated for, and he said John Bevere and um, Kenneth Hagan. Kenneth Hagan. He translated several of their books. And, uh, and Franklin just, Graham, did you do any um, for him? No. no. Kenneth Hagan and John Bevere. Nicky Cruz. Nicky Cruz, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. you saying that. He Ron, was at your Ron church. Ron Baby, Ron, yes. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And so it was just really, really interesting when you said that. I, I was the most amazing thing. And and so tell me from your side uh, of it, uh, kind of what happened that day, in the sense of what you felt and all as we were talking. The connection. Yes. Mm, yeah, it's a it's a always great honor just to work, you know, some um, to just take a book, you know, some uh, some great books, you know, just to do it in my own language. But we know Darlene and. Uh, dear pastor is sitting here. You know we love him very much because they're faithful, coming every year. I'm, I'm, I mean, more than 17, 18 years you traveled because yes. the COVID you couldn't travel right, now. Right. And when Darlene was talking about her book, you know, for me it was really, really big honor just to to be part of it, just to do it. You know, and to hang out with the books. And you've done it a great job. I know the many people. Um, they were blessed uh, and inco- uh, they were encouraged and uh, yeah it was an exciting journey and the, the beautiful thing about it it has never stopped yeah uh, the relationship and and uh, getting to to get the hands and uh, the book into to a lot of uh, hands and, and so yeah we were able to after you translated and published it there and uh printed the books for us we were able to our first uh, we gave out uh i don't know eight 
to about, 900 yeah. books. Well, we had it, we first, ordered a thousand. Yeah, at that first conference. Isn't that right? A thousand copies. Um, I think it wasn't the first one. The second, I think we ordered five or six hundred. Uh, yes. That yeah, was, on the second time uh, yeah. around. Yeah, I think so. And so it was just really, really uh, encouraging, and it was knowing that as of sitting there and listening, and we began to talk and uh, about it. Uh, it just was something new leaped in my spirit, you know, knowing that that another divine appointment. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was really, and that was also. You never know, you know, what God has planned mm-hmm. in your yeah. life, and uh, He knows how to build the bridges, you know, yes, just he does. to mm-hmm. to get people together and uh, fulfill yeah. His yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it's that's and to tell you know the the listeners, you just never know the God connections that are going to come into your life. God gives you plan, uh, dreams, and and uh, you know that you're working towards something. You just don't know all the answers and how things are going to get done. Mm-hmm. And, and so the journey with the miracle of the breaking, uh, it, it really is something else. Uh, we were talking this morning, and I don't like to talk a whole lot about miracle of the breaking. We do talk about it from time to time, but we don't spend a lot of time on the podcast. But with you being here on this particular podcast, I feel like it's something that we need to let uh, our listeners know uh, about the book and what God is doing uh, in and through this book, and, and you're such a big part of it, David. It, it's basically my pleasure. It's just amazing. It's what's, for me. Yeah, what's going on right now? Because uh, I actually uh, we talked this morning about how uh, I spoke uh, in one of the leadership conferences on the miracle of the breaking, and I began to share my story. And that was either probably around 2016 or 17. I'm not really sure. But I remember being so nervous Mm -hmm. to share. But the Lord really spoke to me in that particular service to share uh, the testimony. You were so transparent that you felt like the ministers and leaders may not accept your ministry. Right. It was really a scary time for me. But uh, God used it to bring a lot of healing in a lot of different areas. Mm And, and so that's when uh, we were able to start moving forward with with the book and and being able to get it into the country. And so you've really encouraged me a whole lot, David, and had such a big part. And we are keep going. Yeah, we are. So what are some of the things we're doing right now, David? Come on, we, tell our we, audience. We, yeah. <laughs> we just finished your book uh, in other language, and we hang out just a couple of days ago. In case they didn't catch that, what language was that? Uh, um, uh, Azerbaijanian. Mm-hmm. Azerbaijanian. Ah. Yes. And we Can are... we believe that? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. amazing? Yeah. And we finished the Russian one, and we're going to print as well. Uh-huh. And uh, I know that will bless a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's just really exciting. And to, you know, it's one thing to get it translated, but I, you know, I didn't know how to get it translated in different languages. And, and the more that we've communicated, the more we've talked, you know, I mean, this is one brilliant man sitting down yes, there. Yes, he on is. That end. Yes, he in is. In fact, I'm, want, I'm sure Nicole will listen to this podcast, and she is my publisher of the original book here in the English language. And and she is so impressed with the work that you do, David. Uh, you know, I mean, we when you're finished with the transcripts and you send them back in another language, well, of course, you know, her publishing company, uh, they get them ready for print. 
And she says, I have to do almost nothing because they're so ready. And so she's just so impressed with you and what God's doing. And she so sees the anointing of God on this book. Someday um, we will hook them up. Yeah, and that they would will be meet so, each other. Yeah. That would just be so cool. She's just an amazing woman great. of God and, and has a great publishing company. And God is using her in the business world. Just unbelievable. Touching yeah. a lot of business leaders. And so it's just really amazing. And to know that you're part of that. And so the other day you asked me something that was really interesting. And Actually, yesterday he asked you something that was interesting also. Yeah, that's true. About Armenia. Yeah, yeah. It had been mentioned before, but yeah, you did mention again about our... Yeah. Armenian language, yes. Uh, yeah, I will be more than happy to do this. And also... I'm dreaming to just publishing your your book in Iranian language. Wow. Yes. That will be a really, really Farsi, yes. <laughs> you know all these languages? He knows people that no, know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. <laughs> no, no. I, he, he speaks three languages, uh, but yes. he knows people. So yeah. English, Russian, and... Many people are working Georgia. with me, and uh, we have some good connections because they, I, I help them just to do it in a different languages. They help me. This is the kingdom, you know. It and, is. Uh, this is uh, cool. We have a good connection. And, right. And I'll, I'll, it wow. will be really exciting to do this. Right. That it is cool. I just, it just blows my mind to think that uh, yeah. it's going to be uh, smuggled into different Iran countries. and yeah. different, different places. Yeah. yeah. God has ways of, of how he does, put, puts his, uh, his word out there. Even in, in the pandemic, you know, yeah. God just does so much. I was reading... I wanted to read. I wanted to read a scripture here because we uh, just got a newsletter from Joshua Nations, and they were uh, Joshua Nations uh, was led by Russ and Lana Frazier, and he passed away, but he has a young man that he's been training for several years, and Jason Holland and Anna are now the presidents over that, but he was talking about how. Uh, Russ had planted these churches and these Bible schools in Cuba. And then the Cuban men and women have really been reaching Mexico. Hmm. And he was writing, he was so excited about the God connections and how God does that. And he was talking about in pandemic, you know, how God is so doing things. And and Mm -hmm. because other people are doing like what you do you know they're translating and then they're getting they're putting the legs to it they know how to get it where it needs to go Mm -hmm. and he was talking about these cubans that had been ministering in mexico and and how god was raising up bible schools and doing so much in these nations and and he used the scriptures he said you know in that when we uh when we are doing god's work and we it doesn't matter what's going on pandemic doesn't change who god is but the scripture in Psalm uh, 2 and 7, it says, Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. And that is kingdom work. That's what mm-hmm. God will do. He is not moved by anybody's situation that's listening to this podcast yeah. or all the limitations that we feel like we have. God says, if your heart is right, and you're wanting to reach the nations, if you're wanting to reach people, if you're wanting to touch a life, then then I will make sure that it happens. 
And so it's just really fun to watch God do what he does. It is. It is. I remember when I was in Cuba, I went to one of the Bible college graduations, Mm -hmm. and they had testified how that those Bible colleges were now in the prison systems of Cuba. And uh, they were even allowing the prison system copy machine to make copies of all the curriculum Hmm. so they could pass it out to those students that wanted to those prisoners that wanted to become students. Wow. And so even at the government's even at the government's expense, what was his name? Um, Castro. 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 Yeah. Even at his expense, mm-hmm. the gospel was being published and uh, was reaching out and uh, some of you know we got to be at the graduation when uh, when they would actually drive the prisoner that was graduating, that. they drove him over in a uh, in a, a really nice car. And the government person stayed in the car while he came into the church to receive his diploma for graduating from Bible college in prison. Wow. Yeah. It, it was just amazing. Is, that is cool. Yeah, because God has a way to get kingdom building. Kingdom building. Kingdom building. Mm-hmm. However it is, he can get, no matter what the obstacles are, obviously if you're in prison, you know, who would ever think that you would get a ride from the prison over yes. to a church? So you could get your diploma. In Cuba. Mm-hmm. In Cuba. Communist in Cuba. communist Cuba. But, I'm sure but, that's not a real great prison. No. <laughs> no. But, no. but what God does, and, and you were telling that story about that young man, how he excited he was. Yes. And, and what a humble, beautiful heart that he Actually, had. he had a life sentence. Yeah. He had a life sentence, and it was reduced. And after, uh, after he graduated, he told us, we sat down and had lunch with him while the government authority was waiting out in the car. Uh, we had lunch with him, and, and they said they had shortened his sentence that he was only going to serve like 18 more months and get out. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, so God can do whatever he needs to do to get his message out, touch hearts, change lives, definitely. And, and do the impossible. Yes, yes. You know, David lived under the communist yes. regime and the socialist government of uh of Russia yes. while uh, they were in control of Georgia. And I think you were about 10 years old when communism fell and Georgia yes. received yes. their freedom. Yes, I was yeah. 10, 9, 9, 10 years old, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you tell us just a little bit about what you remember about that uh, yeah. regime? Yes, uh, before the collapsion of Soviet Union, it, uh, life was pretty good, you know, I mean, for the human's life, you know, I mean, um, we are one of the rich families, you know, mm-hmm. everyone had the money, I mean, the life was going very well, but there was no God there, you know, I mean, and uh, um, I remember when everything was, was crushed down, you know, and uh, um, in one day, everything was changed. And the queues just to get the bread, you know, the, I mean, the no roads. I do not know. We had a civil war. The Russian attacked us, you know, and they destroyed the whole country. Mm. We was, um, there was, um, they make some blocks, you know, they, they, we could not just get some food from Russia because we are so dependent on them. And I mean, it was a terrible days. But God was using mm. this time just right. to save people mm. and to... People yeah. turn to God in yes, desperate situations. Yes, yes. and I mean, the, um, uh, that was possible, you know, the people, they start to think, you know, uh, this is not uh, all they got. You can just, you can just lose in a, in a moment everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. they, they started to think that is, should be God somewhere. You know? I right. mean, 
Yes, and the churches they rise up. You know, they mm-hmm. start to preach the gospel and praise God for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, now your grandfather was a rich man. Yeah. Had lots of Georgian money. Yeah. And, and in, a Soviet man in many, let's say. Okay, yeah. right. but in one day it was dissolved. Yeah, it almost was half million ruble. You know, it was nowadays maybe it's a couple of million dollars. Right. But in one day, it was <laughs> it's just a paper, you know. <laughs> wow. And uh, wow. we lost everything. Yeah. Could happen in America. Yep. Yeah. 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 But look, look what God's done through the years. Yeah. And and because of that fall, and because of the awakening. So to speak, mm-hmm. it was an awakening. Yeah, it was to Georgia, yes. to Christ, all over the and, Soviet Union time. Yeah, yeah, God was through countries. Yeah, amazing, yeah. and you are a product. Yes, today yeah. of that miraculous power yeah. of God that began uh, to work in your life. Yes, and uh, I just want to say that physically, I did not see in my life the Bible, hmm. mm. and in 1901. Or 1904, they published the fi- first big. It was a really big one, you know. Right. But uh, when I was start to read the Bible, that was I was shocked because I never heard that kind of. Wow. Wow. I mean, and possibilities just to have one. Mm. That was a great because, uh, as I remembered in the Soviet Union time. Uh, they are not able just to have a New Testament, you know. They just uh, try to rewrite, you know, to just on the papers, mm. some choppers, mm. you know. Just right. to, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the time. It's <laughs> well, so. Wow. But what yeah. a precious time when you think about that, honey. You did you think about the man? Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say story, so. yeah. When we were at our conference in Batumi, mm-hmm. uh, actually we stayed in Batumi, and what was the name of the the Kutaisi? No. Be uh, close to Batumi, uh, uh, right next door. It was a city. Kabuleti. Yes, Kabuleti. And uh, <clears throat> during the conference, somebody introduced us, and I think it was Kote, introduced us to an elderly gentleman, very, very old man, and he, he, he couldn't speak, of course. We couldn't understand him, but Kote told us what he said. And uh, he, as a young man, he had no scriptures, nothing to read, and, but he did have one cow, and that cow was a milk cow, and it was producing milk for his family. And he traded his cow for a, was it New Testament? New or Testament. New, you know the story? Yeah, yeah, I know the story. Tell the story. You can do it better than I can. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, sir. And, and he, he traded his, his, uh, his source of living yeah. for a Bible. Yes, yeah. that was the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like this. Yeah. And in, in a waking time, it was 91, most probably, 90. when he done this, okay. uh, as I remember it, if I'm correct. And the church sta- started to grow, you know, it's mm. uh, almost 500 people came. But this city called Ozurgeti, yeah, okay. it's, but it's Ozurgeti. near, it's a west, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the weeping when he was standing, t- that story, every time he told it to someone, it yes. was still powerful because I remember him standing there and wiping his eyes as he was telling him that story, yeah. and such such a you know such a beautiful thing how God can reach into hearts and and the need you know and that's one of the things we pray for America America don't we need to listen we need to pray we don't need to get to the place yes. where God is not at the center of our lives and and I believe it's a real wake up call for the nations around the world, for all of us, mm-hmm. to to keep God in the center 
uh, of our lives. Uh, tell me, I, I want to go back just a little bit, David, and tell me how did you get into publishing? Oh, that was amazing because in those days uh, when God was told me just to start this work, I was not... <laughs> I was not skilled enough. That's the right word. <laughs> and I said, "Never." <laughs> I said, "Lord," I said, "I'm a wrong guy for this." <laughs> but uh, it was uh, I was burning inside, you know, because there was no Christian books, you know, at all. Uh, just a mm. couple of them. But nowadays, I translated more than 150, you know. Wow. wow. And uh, <laughs> when God... And Miracle of the Bringing is one of them. Yes, Thank you, yes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, I started, I had no money for this, but I gathered my uh, co-workers in... <laughs> yeah, I, I said, I couldn't pay now because I have no money, but we have to do something. We have to do... Uh, and... Um, yeah, some editors, some um, some people who really was in good in languages, you know, I, I just united them together. We start to pray. Mm-hmm. And I borrowed, I remember, the 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big money yeah. yes. in 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was just uh, ready with um, digital version, you know, I need to, it should be, it should be printed, you know. And... Uh, then we printed out, you know, 500 copies maybe or 300. I did not remember it exactly. Then we sold it out, you know, but it was so hard to sell it, you know. <laughs> and, and did you sell to bookstores or to no, no, private? No, no, oh. private, you know, okay. uh, because, yeah. And and uh, we started slow, piece by piece, piece by piece, piece you know. But piece. when God is a uh, control... Yeah. He, when he's in control, you know, and he starts something and he's behind of that, mm-hmm. then the blessings are coming, you know. But <laughs> really, nowadays, even now, uh, sometimes I'm thinking, you know, that's the, um, that was not my job. This this is not because I am, you know, this my that's not my personal ability, you know, this mm-hmm. the, this God, you know, that's mm-hmm. why. And that was first publishing house, the Christian publishing house uh-huh. was established by Georgian men. And that was also the dangerous to name right. the publishing house in a divine mm. word uh. because I did not uh, knew, you know, I will succeed with that. But it was 2004 when I officially get the registration. But now, you know. Mm. Yeah, 2004. And uh, the great thing is that all books, most of the books, you know, it goes to the National Library. And wow. when you go to the National Library and you will... Ask ask for religion books, you know. They will they will give you the, my books, you know. But it's honor for me just yes. to that's cool. be part of it. But that's yeah. I, I love that. I I think it's just so exciting because it doesn't matter what it is that God's got for you. If 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 we dare to get out there, you know. I know Chris is Chris and his wife are. Uh, entrepreneurs i mean they're into businesses and and i know that chris you can relate you know oh, it's yeah. like when you get started I, you don't have a clue where you're going oh, no. yeah. exactly you but just... you're in too deep to get out huh oh yeah yeah <laughs> and then every day it gets a little deeper uh-huh <laughs> it, it, it's but it's interesting how you know you don't feel qualified i mean mm-hmm. uh daryl and i you know and been in ministry all all these years we still don't feel qualified mm-hmm. you know and, and and i definitely when i started speaking 
uh, overseas and all. I didn't feel qualified. I, I was the least qualified of, of all people. You know, I, I had all my excuses. You know, I, I had all the reasons why I shouldn't be used or what I didn't know. And especially in a country like Georgia that doesn't <laughs> accept women speakers, yeah, women yeah. ministers. Yeah, that's a very unusual unusual God thing, you know, that God did. And, and, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else to say except that God just always amazes us as individuals. And look what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, God has used you to, to mm-hmm. bring Christian books into not just your nation, yeah, but many other nations because you're uh, not only do you translate into what three languages yourself, you, you can, but you have others, you have translators now. Yeah, and, and look, and editors, uh, and you had distributors. You have people now. It's grown into a really great, great ministry. And yeah, it's an honor for me. Who would have thought? Huh? Do you? Uh, are there any Georgians that have written a book that you translated into another language for them? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to write the book, but, oh. but yeah, but oh. it will take a year, I think. <laughs> but anyway, That's I'm awesome. just asking the pastors. You know, uh-huh. you should sit and write something. You yes. know, but yes, yeah, but we will see. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe in the future, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot so of exciting. a lot of people have no idea. Before Darlene and I went to Georgia, I think I might have heard of it, and I thought it was a state in the southern United States, you know, Georgia. But <laughs> I, I had no idea where Georgia was. Yeah. Uh, and it, my first time there, I fell in love with the people. Uh, I was by myself. You didn't go with no, me. No, I didn't. I fell immediately. I fell in love with the people of Georgia. So loving, so mm-hmm. kind, so open and hungry for what we were presenting. And when I got back home, I told my wife, I said, oh, you did. have to come with us. I said, you, he was adamant. I said, you've got to go with me the next time. I, I don't want to go without you. You will love the people. And, uh, and we fell in love with the Republic of Georgia. Oh, so it's Eastern Europe. Kind of tell the people where the Republic of Georgia is. And uh, a few of the, you, you've had some skirmishes with Russia. 2008, there was another uh, invasion and they keep taking this little piece of property uh, can you are you do you feel free to share that with us yeah yeah, yeah no problem but yeah. Georgia is where yeah Georgia is located between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea and this is the um, not a big country you know we are um, less than four million people yes um, we have our own alphabet. Uh, mm-hmm. You actually have 32, <laughs> 32 letters in yes, your alphabet. It's quite the yes. alphabet. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Russians, the Russians, they occupied twenty uh, percent of Georgians, uh, Georgian territories. You know, and uh, we are still struggling because of that. But uh, the Georgians cannot even get into there. Uh, no, they have no. to have a passport to. I mean, a uh, visa or something to Nothing, get in? Nothing. It's just closed, you know, it's for closed, us. Okay. Yes. And even I couldn't travel in to Russia, you know, because they are not uh, giving me a, a visa. But this is the, another story. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a... But they're free to come down to Georgia. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are a peace, uh, peaceful nation. We don't need uh, just to make enemies, you know, but, you know... And in Georgia, you can see there are Armenians are living, Azeri people, mm-hmm. Russians, mm-hmm. you know, even the wartime, mm-hmm. the Russians, they, nobody, no one touched them, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. 
but this is the some kind of uh, political stuff. Uh, yes. But the right. Georgia is a beautiful country. It is. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. it is absolutely yes. beautiful, and the people are they're more beautiful than the country. There was once yeah. a protest Thank there, uh, down. Uh, uh, what's my favorite street there? Rustavilli. Rustavilli. They had a protest. And it was it was called the Rose Revolution. Yes, yeah. it was 20, 2005 because that was the day when the Saakashvili was uh, yeah became a president. Yeah, mm-hmm. before that mm-hmm. it was uh, Georgia has uh, had not even uh, electricity, you know, mm-hmm. for twenty four hours. Wow! But after two thousand three, maybe he came in two thousand three. Yes, that's uh, yeah. And the country started to, I mean, the, we, he started to just uh, take out the corruption, you know. Uh, I mean, the, build the new roads, you know. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a beautiful time. Yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. time, yes. We, mm. we came, uh, my first time was 2002. And uh, it's just been through the years just to, to, we feel like we're almost Georgians, you know. We've been there so much. We feel like it's just part of our family. And well, so he's invited us to move there when we retire. Yeah, there you go. He's invited us to live <laughs> yes. in Georgia. Yeah, You're more you than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, what an honor it's been to have you on this program and and, and just share a little bit and um, about what you're doing and. Uh, we didn't get into his ministry part of actually traveling around no. Georgia. Uh, as but, a missions yeah. leader. But maybe we can have you back and. and uh, on in uh, on the next Sunday, and you'll be able to uh, tell people kind of what's going on in that part because we'd love to have you again. So, all of you that's listening, and if you've enjoyed this podcast, then we want you to be sure and tune in to next week also. And uh, listen, we're gonna have uh, our our sweet friend David while he's here. We're going to get as much uh, of that anointing that's on you. We want to share with our listener. And uh, let them know that God, no matter where you're at, no matter where in this world that you are located, and we and, and I, we are just so blessed that there are, are people that are around the world that are listening to the podcast. And I believe that God is touching and encouraging people's life that they think sometimes God can't use me because I'm like Moses. I'm on the backside of the desert. Nobody knows me. They don't care. I'm not qualified. But God says, yes. I put this inside of you, and, and together we can get this done. And you are a testimony to that, David. And so we say thank you for yeah, sharing that you. part of your life with us. And uh, so we're going to ask, David, would you mind praying over the listeners and just those that listen, that God would just minister to them? You think that they won't be able to understand you, but they will. So okay. Just pray and ask God to bless Or you can pray in them. the Georgian language. Yeah, we don't care. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pray in Georgian and bless the people out there because the anointing makes a difference. Okay. Amen. Amen. Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table.
You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.